This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Sad Robots RPG. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Sad Robots is a new RPG created by Morgan Llewellyn, and this is our second playtest prior to its publication. This is to allow Morgan to gauge playability and to work out all the bugs. And to assist him, Keith Craig is the root. So without any further delays, let's begin our journey into the darkness. All right. Uh, so uh, with sad robots, the first thing that we will do is we will collectively build our station together. Uh, you In the uh, rules, there were a list of probably about 10 questions. Uh, and I ask all of you to answer three of them. And these questions for the audience, they pertain to rooms in the station and as they add that room go hey i hang out in this room that room is on the station before that it's almost like a schrodinger's cat it doesn't exist until someone says it is actually there so we will start off with uh, in the order that i have you on my screen so we'll start off with uh constant seven what is your uh, first question um part of the ship is an arboretum uh, it's composed of uh, domes, uh, overarching domes. They look like they're made out of glass, but uh, they have lights attached to them so that it's the equivalent of daylight inside. Uh, they're large, they're circular, like half spheres, and um, uh, they're quite lush. They have uh, uh, all different varieties of plants and vegetables and things like that growing in them, partly to supply food, and partly so that when we get to where we're going, we have biodiversity to get to wherever we're going. <laughs> All right. Yep. So, so we got an arboreum with uh, plants and uh, refracting the starlight to simulate sunlight and for the plants. That makes sense. That makes sense. And yes, your uh, mic was acting funny there, Tom. Okay, uh, we, while Tom uh, troubleshoots that, we'll move on to Vincent. Or... Right. So these are just the three locations, not the reason why I've chosen them, correct? If you want to give me the reason why you chose it, that's fine also. Okay. Well, the one where I spend my most of my time, I'm envisioning there's almost like a series of circular corridors that go around the outside of the station, so they provide mainly an access so that you can get to sections further away in a more, rather than going through lots of different rooms, that there's just another way of getting to other parts of the station, so it's for access. But it also provides a nice viewing corridor so that you can sit and watch the uh, the vast blank of space out there as well. All right, so we got circular corridors that kind of go around that provide access to the other places, mm -hmm. and of course, viewing of the void of space mm -hmm. yep. makes sense d1 sco not pronounced disco 
Um, well, I spend most of my time in the party room, the disco dance floor, which is set up because one of the chief executives birthday is scheduled to be when the humans return to our station, whenever that is. Um, I don't know in how many years, but I know it's going to be on their birthday. And that's why I've been installed there. Um, and the transgression I committed was I only had 30 pre-uploaded EDM techno songs to play and also obviously happy birthday. Um, but I've been able to break into some of the uh, outside computer systems and find other songs. Nice. Um, and the location I'm forbidden from is the, the server farm, which contains more data and more songs that I could listen to. Excellent. All right. Okay. Moving on to uh, Stephen. Uh, how do I sound? You sound great. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. What was uh, Vincent's? Vincent's was a, a series of corridors that uh, circle the uh, station so that you can get from location to location. And you also have a view of space. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Uh, to rest, I go to the power bank, which is a, a series of uh, multiply arrayed connective outs and ins along a wall that is one of the uh, load-bearing walls of the station and also the protective barrier that separates the reactor from the body of the um, areas in which which are occupied. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, bleep boop. Yes, I am the technical engineer on the ship, which means that the doors are supposed to go swish when they open. And every day I do the rounds, making sure that every door makes the appropriate sound and opens at the appropriate time. There's a secret part of the ship that, as far as I know, I'm the only one who's found that has comfortable chairs and video games. And it's where I like to go to express my creativity but i'm afraid to let the others in on it because i fear what they might do to me if they find out that i'm doing something besides my job all right sounds nice okay back to constant seven uh there is a liminal space uh that runs if if the corridors go around the ship uh, right down the center of the ship is a single liminal corridor that goes from one end of the ship to the other. And mm -hmm. when you're inside of it, it's just a repetition of doorways over and over and over again, off into the distance. And for some reason, everybody kind of avoids it because it just gives you a, a feeling of you know, it's too long and too narrow and too too odd. Oh yeah, those are the rounds every day. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Uh, 
So we call it the straights. The straights. I like it. Okay. Vincent? Well, there's one area which I'm definitely worried about being a uh, being the uh, the kind of in-house cleaner, and that's the zero G toilets, because yeah, my my memory banks still have some some horrors lurking in there of stuff when it's just gone very very wrong. Yeah. All right, <laughs> nice. Disco, did you have anything or anything else? I, so, hey, I think I, I think I shared all three. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the guy. Wait, you did. One. You did the party room, the party room. Yes, the, the party room, the transgression sure. I committed, and then the forbidden space. Yeah, the server room. Yeah. Oh, the server room's your your mm-hmm. forbidden space. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. forbidden space. Nice. Okay. Excellent. All right, Stephen. I'm, as far as I know, the only one who stumbled across the executive escape module. Uh, I- I was doing a sort of regular, um, you know, preparation for organic uh, uh, shipment safety questions. We want to make sure that the automatic oxygen goes on, that the gravity modules. And I was, and I just found this hidden doorway, and there's a pretty lush boudoir secreted away in the ship that's got its own lighting its own electricity so that it can have some nice plants they're growing tomatoes in there the bed is heart shaped it's really weird and it's got its own thrusters and its own navigational equipment ours is not to reason why all right that's right bleep bloop so the the cleaner mentioned the toilets. That's uh, not something I'm worried about, but it is the area of the ship that I've been neglecting was the bathrooms because uh, they're supposed to be unoccupied. Nobody should be going in and out of those doors. And the doors just keep getting this residue on it that uh, makes it so that it's hard to clean. It doesn't swish right. It sticks sometimes. It's terrible. Ew. I hate going there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oil on there or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. And constant seven, your last one. Uh, the engine room. I do not go there. I am. Uh, uh, it's interesting because since I spend so much of my time in the Arboretum, I'm familiar with dirt and organic life, but I think that there are chemical agents and things inside the engine room that I personally want to avoid because I'm part cyborg and the living parts of my body uh, are afraid of carcinogens and it's probably full of them and radiation too, which I don't want to have anything to do with. Okay. Vincent? Yeah, there's one area which I've also been somewhat neglecting, which is the canteen, because you only need to clean up when people are around. There's not been any people around. None of us are going to eat uh, going to eat dinner there, so it's just been a very low priority for me for a while. Okay. Stephen? I'm worried about... Uh the reactor waste collection and dis- 
dispersal zone. I, the shielding seems to be in order, but since we're on a long, you know, slower than light speed trajectory through absolutely nothing, I don't know why we're keeping any of the spent reactor rods, but there's a there's an automated system that takes them and stores them. I don't, it doesn't, I'm, I'm uncertain about some of the corporation's understandings and motivations behind the design of our station. Excellent. And bleep bloop. So the part of the ship that I've been worried about is the lower storage bay that was damaged by a stray asteroid that made it through our shields. I still go check the doors down there, but every time it's difficult to not get pulled out into the vacuum. Mm. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the vacuums. Alright, so uh we've got a nice little uh ship there. You fed some uh, interesting ideas in, into me. Uh one thing if you've watched our previous playtest, one thing we uh discussed at the end after we stopped recording that we're gonna institute. Each of our player characters are going to begin with one malfunction, one so they can get the dice rolling a little bit earlier, and two, that way they're not perfect robots, which is why they are the player characters instead of just background NPCs that are just going about doing their jobs and everything. So with that, we'll go around and we'll get a quick, what is your malfunction? that you have and so uh constant seven did i catch off guard or you got one nope nope i've got one my mine is that every morning i take fresh vegetables from the garden and i prepare an elaborate breakfast for the uh for the members of the crew of which there are none that's right and uh uh, despite everybody telling me that it's a waste of time, I can't seem to process that. I, uh, I'm like, well, you know, if they don't want to eat it, then they won't eat it. But I'll put it in the compost. Uh, but I still insist on doing it every morning. Very nice. Vincent? Yeah, I have this annoying problem that maybe may I notice, maybe I don't, that whenever I turn in a particular way, that there's either a pipe is uh, has been nicked at some point, but it just occasionally spurts oil, which <laughs> I then find these random uh, bits, uh, these random oil splatters all over the ship, which I'm then having to clean up, being the cleaning robot. <laughs> Excellent. Disco. My problem is that I have become absolutely obsessed with deciphering the lyrics of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, and I just play it over and over again. Those are impossible lyrics to interpret, just so you know, Disco. <laughs> and Steven? I uh, have become aware that there is a small but persistent memory disorder. I am not, of course, designed to forget things, but I find that I have blanks 
not that frequently. And our course is set. It's easy to check things. I have external information sources, but the idea that I can forget things is a source of anxiety and shame. Mm, like it. And bleep bloop. My problem is that I've grown bored. I've checked 4,739,000 doors as counting, a nice even number. I thought I'd be satisfied, and I'm not. So I think that I've been built for more that I could create and maybe even invent something. But I need to hide that or find a way to stop it. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Okay, so we find ourselves on this uh, station traveling through the uh, void of space. As Stephen implied, uh, we do not have faster than light travel. So that is why robots are often the ones that man the ships because uh, to get from one part of space to another can take up an almost an entire human lifetime to get there unless they uh cryogenically freeze them but that comes with other problems such as all the people you know are dead when you wake back up which uh they found has a uh, rather significant mental issues with people this particular mission your uh, station is moving to a uh a recently uh settled on planet uh just the uh, galactic uh navy has uh settled there and there's a small outpost and you guys are part of the initial uh way team that's going up to set up to terraform the planet to make it uh survivable for uh humans and to get another colony where we can launch out now, the amount of uh, bureaucracy to be able to predict what would be needed in the 47 years that it will take you to get there is beyond the uh, scope of uh, what most people could imagine. But here in the year of 30,000 uh, Anno Domini, they uh, don't worry about that. Mm. So you're tra you're traveling along, headed to the planet of Alpha Sangria. You have been uh, traveling for about 30 years now. You have another 17 years to get there, which probably disturbs bleep bloop as he realizes he's got another 17 years of checking doors that he's already grown ex extremely tired of. About two and a half million more, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, and that, that's where we will uh, find it. You have not had any contact from the outpost out there, uh, but that's not surprising even with a uh, light uh, radio waves. It would take probably several months for the signal to reach you. Bong, bong, bong. Good morning, crew. This is your current chef, Constant Seven. Breakfast is served. I have been fortunate to get some grapefruits from the Arboretum. Uh, I have placed in there, uh, after I've sectioned them, I've put strawberries on top of them. We also have oatmeal if you have an allergic reaction to grapefruit or strawberries. Uh, breakfast is served. 
Mm-hmm. And swish. The the trash chute is working properly. Constant seven. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. We don't usually have much trash. I tried to compost all of this right back into the garden. Bloop bloop. Could you uh, play that door sound again? I gotta sample it. Mm-hmm. I go and push a button on the next door. And I'm just going to record it. And I'm going to play swish, 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 mm-hmm. swish. Oh, yeah. Let's get this party started. <laughs> hey. Uh, while you guys are kind of having this interaction, of course, there's other robots that are on board that are functioning properly. Uh when uh, Constant Seven, maybe you're setting up the uh, grapefruits, they uh, don't even bother to slow down to look at it as they are uh, going around. They're like mm-hmm. going, uh, light 4,673, not burned out. Light 4,774, not burned out. And they just kind of keep going on down the corridor as they are checking it, checking it out. now one of the things that you are uh anticipating you expect in the next few days according to the uh the uh ship's uh mission planning documents that you should start receiving a signal from uh alpha sangrium as a it was coordinated that they would start emitting out almost like a homing beacon to make sure that you were lined up 17 years out seemed like this a long way but if you're off by one degree this far out you by the time you get there you'll be millions of miles off of the mark so i've got the dishes arrayed full 360 in case again as you say if i'm a fraction of a parsec off course it might be coming from over here instead of over there but if I have a full array, then I should be able to pick up some sign of it. And it's probably a numeric code that's being repeated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How's how's the signal? Uh, give me a uh, roll. And so how it works for the viewers, uh, you roll one dice when you take a test uh, for each malfunction you have, as long as you don't roll a 1d10, as long as you don't roll a zero, you are successful. Obviously, if you have four malfunctions, your odds are much greater of failing. A one is a success. You are able to get the uh, antenna array pointed in the right direction. You are picking up a uh, signal. The signal to noise ratio is... uh, faint but that was to be expected this far out and uh you're getting about a uh, a gig of uh signals coming coming in which is a little bit more than you would expect for a simple homing beacon on, on there right uh so i'm gonna see if there's a subroutine that will uh look into the uh repetitive number signal to see if there's a a carrier wave some signal that they're trying to explain more than i am here at alpha sangrium Mm -hmm. right 
Okay, that'll take a bit to uh, try and uh, dig it dig it out of there. The uh, algorithms built into the computer were not made for code breaking. <laughs> okay, all right. Crew, uh, to the best of my knowledge, we are, if not precisely on course, we are roughly on course. Uh, you can keep your tray tables down. We still have 30 years to go but we are not lost in the void and there is a colony at alpha sangrium so good work all i will in in great frustration um begin throwing the garbage away since nobody has shown up again so into the compost bin it all goes <laughs> Excellent. You have some of the richest soil out there with all that compost that you have. I spend without without all the without all the processed shit, we need it. So True. fortunately we have bacteria, but we don't have any defecated fertilizer. So that that's fine. Um once all the uh, the, the uh, plates have been cleared, the uh plates probably go back in their correct place. Although maybe as a scenario, I'm not as I can somewhat neglecting. Maybe some of them haven't been cleaned properly, so the plates just go back with some stuff stuck on them, ready for the mm -hmm. next the next few dozen cycles round. And the kitchen is not really uh, the food preparation is fine, but cleaning up the kitchen is menial task. I I go back to the arboretum <laughs> with my that's my job with my compost. Okay, right. And um, so uh, the next several days pass, you know, the same uh, same routine. Uh, Constant Seven makes uh, more food. Vincent cleans it up. The doors are still opening. Disco gets maybe a different sliding door sound. He's able to mash that together. And he thinks that sounds good, although he... Whereas he's developed his uh, own ear ear for this, you know, he still doesn't have the human aesthetic of be, of uh, appreciating art. And Stephen, you are uh, as you're getting closer, you're getting more of the more of the signal. You know, you maybe you've uh, tuned the uh, bandwidth. You've been able to focus the array a little bit bit more as you narrow down the beam width. The sensitivity of your antennas are improving. And you are are realizing that uh, this is probably directions that are actually being sent to your ship, as in instructions for the ship to start taking some actions. Mm hmm. Um. Are we are we talking about a change of course? Or are we talking about no? Nope, uh, you are definitely locked on to the signal. You're right in the heart of it. All right. Uh, shall I roll again for some translation, or should I assemble the group for new information? I guess a, a, a ship-wide and a station-wide announcement is in order. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are probably some of the functional bots will have tasks that this information not that i consider myself anything less than fully functional of course not. <laughs> so uh open channel 
Uh, we're uh, processing new instructions from the colony Alpha Sangria, so all ears. Three is fine. I'm not screwing it up. Yeah. And so you uh, kind of load that up. Uh, what the, all the robots hear is, of course, the shirt. You know, that old, it almost sounds like the old dial-up internet uh, sound, but it's uh, sending the ones and zeros as it hits it. And uh, Disco, when, when you, you hear that, you're going, huh, they're wanting you to do a uh, inventory of the... In entertainment files that were brought along all the music and uh movies and they want you to inventory inventory that up vincent they want you to uh start making sure that if there is any uh because there's back bacteria would have made it on there they want you to start making sure that hey that is thoroughly scrubbed and destroyed because they don't want to bring uh bacteria to this pristine planet because the people the second generation that is living there now will have never been exposed to this bacteria coming from the planet you're coming from constant seven they want you to uh start trying to maybe splice some uh plants together almost like a mindle to try and uh, create a new uh hybrid hybrid things a little gmo sure. Now, do we hear everybody else's announcements? Are you all do. the announcements together? Yep. Well, mm -hmm. I have a problem because uh, Stephen is not allowed into the Arboretum. Uh, this whole area is filled with bacteria that are specific to growing plants. And if he kills it all, he'll kill all the plants. So I have a conflict with that instruction to Stephen. Oh, I meant you. To you, seven. Constant seven. Well, you For said use. to destroy all the bacteria. Yeah. That oh, that, that's Vincent. Okay, I got oh, you. I'm sorry, I that's got Vincent. You. That's why I was confused. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. You you do have a disagreement there. That's why I got <laughs> so. so I'm going to take a nice uh, uh, fruit plate um, to Vincent uh as a gesture of goodwill and tell him to keep the fuck out of my arboretum with his antiseptics hello vincent hello i have to offer you uh some fruit if you would like to eat eating look at it with my metal <laughs> metal face probably think, oh thank thank you for the gesture oh. Um, I need you to stay out of the arboretum with your sanitation. Uh, there's very there's very beneficial bacteria in there that need to survive the trip. Otherwise, all the plants will die. I just filled my sanitizing, uh, my sterilizing flamethrower too. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's, there's other areas I've, I can decontaminate the ship, so. I can certainly put it on the bot the bottom of my list. No, you you need to eliminate it from the list. It's a very long list. 
Is there conflict resolution in the game? I forget. There is. There is a conflict resolution in the game. All right. So if you are wanting to have a complete uh, conflict resolution on this, I need each of you to... uh, you, you'll pick how many malfunctions you're willing to take to get your way. And so you're supposed to do this at the same time to make it easier on Zoom because you can take between one to five malfunctions. I'm going to count to three. And when I hit three, you hold up your hand with how many malfunctions. So I'm willing to take two. I want to take one. And, you know, whoever yeah. takes the most malfunctions wins the conflict. So if Vincent, you take three malfunctions, Constant seven took two, then you will be able to go into the arboretum to do the cleaning. And is this in addition to our existing one? Yes, it'll be added onto it. Okay. Makes sense? Yep. Mm -hmm. And there is a risk of having five malfunctions. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we will go uh, make your choice and uh, reveal your uh, selection in one two three reveal all right so constant seven has a held up is taking two malfunctions whereas vincent is taking one so constant seven somehow i'll let you narrate how you were able to prevent him from doing that whether you uh took advantage of him getting that malfunction and that's why he has a malfunction. You were able to remove it from the list. I'll like it that. And yes, you do still take the malfunctions if you lose it. So yeah. I argue with him. I say, perhaps if I can replace the the task with another task, uh, present, you know, your whatever your panel is. And if you've got everything down there and then sterilize the arboretum, I'll erase that. And then I'll throw the fruit plate on the floor and say, clean that up. <laughs> there's your oh, replacement okay. and then then i'll turn around and go back to the arboretum I'll, I'll probably turn around to uh clean up this uh to clean up all the food on the floor and go who spilt this oil slick down here <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i now have three yes you do malfunctions. okay two for me all right uh steven i have a Root, I have a question about yes, our interpretation of the rules at this point of the play test. Should the um, combating uh, mechanisms determine what those new malfunctions are now? Are they are they narratively determined? What do we think? Uh, I would say that I would say they're probably more of a uh, a code issue, a code bug in there. Yeah. And what I would do is when they fail it, that's when they could go, okay, that was my malfunction, and that that would work and work it in there. So, right. Also, Thanks. this was taking place during uh, Stephen's announcement, so he didn't finish his announcement. That's true. Yeah, they code. So, uh, Stephen, you get the announcement that uh, they want you to increase the speed of the. Uh, of the uh, shipment and they want of the station, and uh, you can give me a roll to see if you quite uh, understand what they're asking you to do. Um, I'm I'm all right with the one. Okay. the um, The rate that they're asking you to increase it. I mean, each 
each year, each uh, little increase is, is very minuscule. But over the 17 years that it'll take, you realize that the speed that you'll be achieving, you will be ramming the station into the, the planet instead of landing smoothly. Yes. Uh, I'd like to um, get the smartest machines I can to comb this message to see whether something's been intercepted from the uh, naval colony, because you also, um, you know, the closer you get to the speed of light, the more impractical your fueling is. Oh, yeah. So it becomes harder to choose even to break. So, yeah, I need to need to get any 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 the, the smartest artificials that we have on the station to see if where the mistake is because this is you know the order is immediate the change of course would take place relatively quickly and be somewhat irrevocable mm -hmm. are there are there um you know, I, of course, was designed to assist, to assist a human pilot, but there's never a human pilot. That was just paperwork. <laughs> what are the other brighter bulbs on this crate? Or am I really the one that functions most in terms of interstellar uh, navigation? You are the best one at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think the door guy uh, has some sense. And also, anything I can do to quiet D1SC0, you know, if he can be distracted, then the whole ship breathes easier. That's <laughs> it going on. So I'm going to I'm going to request their assistance. I think that they think there's something corrupting the data stream. Okay. Ah, but Bleep Bloop hasn't got his instructions yet. Fair enough. All right. Bleep Bloop, you get uh, ins instructions to go uh, halfway down the uh, the liminal corridor that uh, everyone has called the straits. And at halfway there, they uh, request that you turn to your left and... Uh, do your magic and they do your technician not magic do do your uh, technical skills because they they're implying that there is a door there that you have never seen ah uh, well uh, luckily i was already in there that's the room i spend almost all of my days in i've been chasing down this wrong sounding swish that seems to be moving I can't figure it out. It's like tone shifted. It's driving me crazy. But yeah, exactly halfway. I'll have to count out the steps. Um, so, uh, you do start moving that way. Yep. As you do, uh, another robot kind of sidles up next to you. Uh, you recognize it as uh, Docs Two. He is uh, one of the technicians th that would uh, work on the the uh, vents for it. And he goes, uh, hello, I was uh, instructed to go to the middle of the straits. Yes, uh, likewise. 
good. I was hoping that someone, another robot was going that way, or else I would just be going there to stand, which seems illogical. Yes, I think that I'm supposed to grant you access to an area. So I'm assuming that we're going to need to be rather precise. There's there's a door and then a little gap and then another door, which does seem suspicious now suddenly that that's the only gap in the hallway. Hmm. Yes, I had not noticed that, but I do not look at the doors as that is your your uh, job. Yeah, well. It's just another 20 minutes of walking. We'll get there. Excellent. It kind of uh, goes along with you. All right. Disco, uh, how is your uh, job coming? Terrible. I have so far neglected completely all of the audio files that I was supposed to play at the birthday party for new audio files, which are not as terrible um <laughs> but i still have the happy birthday song for sentimental reasons so i will leave my job and go help steven out okay all right so if you headed over there we'll cut over to you and steven ah hello steven day one sc zero Yes, I, I, I'd like to uh, refocus some of your processors on the question of whether or not this data stream has been corrupted in some way, or there's any indication that the origin is not as it should be from the Galactic Navy Colony Outpost at Alpha Sangrium. You see, the instructions we've been given suggest that we would be uh, approaching the ship, the, the, the colony in system, at 0.24 speed of light, which means we would probably punch through the colony uh, and uh, irradiate the rest of the system with the, the matter Perhaps as a result. Perhaps the world is on fire and no one can save it but you. Yes, well, I wasn't looking so much for an aesthetic approach. I understand your programming background. I'm looking for a systems-based signal intelligence reconfiguration. Imagine, if you will, the base is the message of the homing device from the colony, and the treble is it's the, the subtler information, and the beat is whether or not we're being lied to by a malignant alien entity. Can you find the beat? Well, when you put it that way, I have actually found access to certain files within the system that might be of assistance to us. However, Stephen, perhaps, and I know it's forbidden, but you could give me access to the server room so I could have the most information possible. I, um, Root, do I have the ability to give him read-only access so that he doesn't just burn the world down? If you can uh, pass your roll. Right. And 
in considering giving this idiot access, even read-only, to the server room? Am I violating a protocol and thus taking a malfunction? Uh, yes. So I have two dice to roll, mm -hmm. and thus roughly a 20% chance of failure. 19%. And yet, a three and a five are five. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, D1SC0, uh, please do the research. You should not be able to break anything. Don't try it, though. You know. Of course not. And I... in the meantime, I guess I'm going to uh, increase the speed of the ship as per the instructions until I have information that the uh, orders I've been given are countermanded. Two more fuel rods. Steven, right. if we crash into the planet, will that mean that we'll die? We would be atomized. So die is an understatement. Imagine every one of the particles of your being escaping from every other particle at, again, roughly one-fifth of the speed of light. What a wicked game. And no birthday party either. That would, in fact, your the entire purpose of your being would fail to be relevant. The birthday would not occur. Okay. Uh, I come in uh, to where Disco is. Uh, Disco. Um. Oh, seven. Stephen. I didn't know you were here. Uh, Disco. I brought apples and oranges. Oh, thank you. They don't go together. Uh, you said <laughs> something about Pink Floyd. Well, I mean, you have to, <laughs> in the words of Pink Floyd, you cannot have your pudding until you've eaten your meat or something like that. I don't know the exact words. <laughs> your beans. Of course, yes. There we go. I'll be back. <laughs> you know, he's as fast as he is unreasonable. Go check the beans. <laughs> I think he needs a friend. Do they right. have worms in the terrarium? Does he talk to the worms, do you suppose? That might be part of the problem. Okay. And Vincent, what are uh, how's the cleanup coming? Well, I say I've got my uh, sanitary flamethrower. I'm going to go to the place that I'm most worried about there being biological contamination. I'm going to those zero G toilets to flash fry everything in there. Okay, yeah. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, another one of the robots comes up to you. Uh, this is Eve, and she goes, uh, she goes, ah, Vincent, I see you have your uh, your flash fryer. What what do you use for fuel of that? Well, uh, point round to where it's uh, hosed into my uh, it's got a little area towards my lower back where this gets uh, plugged into, but I have a a reservoir of fuel in there which I then need to go and ref uh, to refuel every so often. Where do you refuel it from? There's there's probably a, a bay uh, a what they got a nozzle down by the loading bay down by where all the 
uh, like a docking bay where they uh, mm -hmm. can refuel ships. That there's also a uh, port where you can get fuel from from there. Ah, ah. So you hold the, you store the fuel. So essentially, you could be used to burn things up. It it makes sense. Excellent. Uh that is that is good to know. I was supposed to find things that that could burn quickly. That was my that was my instructions. There we go. I'm glad I've been able to help you fulfill your instruction. Do you think you could set up uh, your your flame? Fl what do you call it again, Vincent? Oh, I a sanitizing flame uh, flame incendiary device. Yes, your sanitizing flaming sentry device. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could set that up to where you could uh, sanitize out into the void? The the void is dirty. I don't know. That's just what I was asked through the uh, the message. Imagine if there was if a robot's eye could twitch. <laughs> I've been looking out there, thinking it was so orderly and um and sanitized and. Uh, clean out there and now she's telling me that the black is dirty yes. <laughs> the space dust ah yeah. micrometeorites and the like yeah mm -hmm. like the one that smashed the uh, the bay Root were there other instructions that came through on that signal that struck me as troubling uh, there was some that were encrypted that you were unable to break, and it seems like some of the other robots uh, were able to. There were break. messages coming through that I was not following. Yeah, that were hitting almost un underneath it. So you had the wide band, the the narrow band, loud message like "Hey, start splicing." Uh, things together, destroy all the bacteria, but buried in that there was a wide band message that made it much harder to detect. Are, are we, uh, is this station, ship station, a wholly owned subsidiary of one corporation or are we a cooperative venture? Uh, you are a cooperative uh, venture. Uh, it's much easier to get uh, things built if you can spread the uh, pork Constant around. risk, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to see if I can pick up any signals about the communications that aren't directed specifically at this station. Maybe there's been a hostile takeover or you know, an interplanetary hostility. I don't want to become, I don't want to be transitioned into a weapons class entity and evaporate if I'm getting conflicting orders for that reason. Mm, okay. okay. Um, we'll come back to that. I'll think of that. All right. Uh, bleep bloop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, docks too. Uh, so right up here is a blank piece of wall that should be a door. Do you see it? Oh, 
is is it a is it a flat wall like I've always thought it was? Yep. Yeah, it looks like a flat wall like you always thought it thought it was. But yeah. uh as you kind of maybe search it, you can give me a uh a roll. Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh turn off my sensors and try to open it like any other door off of instincts. Roll to six. Okay, yep. Well, as you kind of, uh, if you turn off your sensors, you do see that there is what you always thought was just maybe a bad weld of a seam. There is a definitely uh, something there. And when you kind of put your hand, your uh, hands on it and push, it does start to move. Now, it's very difficult to start opening it because it has not been oiled, lubricated, much less used in the 30 years that you have been uh, traveling through the void. Mm. Oh, that sound is terrible. Oh, oh yes. dear. I'm going to need to get some help. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, docs, whatever, whatever you got to do in here. Oh. Where does this go? I'm, I'm coming with you. Okay. You are, are more than welcome. There's probably more no. doors in here. There's a good, good chance there are more doors. It seems that whoever made, made this station loved doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you go in, and when you go in, you see in there all these, uh, they almost look like uh, one of those Tesla coils, you know, uh, all lined up, but they're uh, all kind of powered down. And Docs 2 goes, ah, yes, this is what I was uh, sent to make sure that they are they are functioning. Because this will take me a while. I'm glad they gave, they've given me a few years to work on it. Oh. Um, so after looking for doors, um, curiosity is going to take me and I'm going to spend some time kind of poking around and trying to understand it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, give me another roll. Okay. Seven. Seven. Uh, this seems like it is a very a powerful generator like it's going to uh, generate a immense amount of voltage and amperage that but it doesn't seem like it's hooked up to anything like it's going to be powering hmm what the ask disco about this this might be something for the birthday party that's true when, okay, you say, well, uh, when, when you say that, Docs 2 looks up and goes, it will at least make interesting noises that Disco can record. Yeah. Okay. Well, but not yeah, for good a luck, few Docs. years. Uh, uh, thank you. I'll see you. I'm, I'm going to be coming in now once a day. Uh, yes. Day. Yes. But if you could get those doors to not be so screechy, that would be uh, appreciated. Yeah. Let's skip a few of the next doors tomorrow. Yeah, they need some love. Yeah, and his chest kind of opens out, and you see him starts pulling out tools, and he starts uh starts working working on it. All right. D one SC zero. Yep, reading you loud and clear. Um, I'm searching my own memory banks. Do you have access to? Old Earth classical music pre eighteen hundred Old Earth standard years. Oh dear! 
Beethoven. I don't think I have access to that, but you know what? I have just gotten a golden ticket, which might help you. Uh, I have access to the server farm now. Maybe if I just, you know, messed with my programming a little bit, I could go a little bit out of the lines of what Steven asked me to get. Well, if if you need access, um, if my access codes can assist, um, uh, there are three of my figs that are not looking very well. I think that I've accessed information saying that playing what they call classical music um, will assist in the health of the plants. I'd like to try that, but Con I, I uh, this is semi unrelated, but do you know when your date of creation was constant seven? Uh, twenty nine seven three. Perfect. That's coming up, maybe. My uh, anniversary? Uh, yes, I think so. Well. With the time dilation, because of our speed, I'm not exactly sure how it will correspond. But um, if you would uh, do a search and see what you can find. Uh, and if not, if you have... Uh, alternative recommendations that you think think might be beneficial to plant growth. Well, I'll leave that to you, Constant Seven. I'm not an expert in plants, except for uh but, but you're an expert several, in music. Yes, there are several earth songs about a plant called marijuana that I'm very interested in. Marijuana, cannabis accessing we don't have that plant it was synthesized back in 2135 um i'll check the seed banks far out and i'll head to the seed banks <laughs> all right all right uh so uh disco are you going to try and uh I give you my exceed, access codes. Exceed your oh, okay. yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use with the help of Constant Seven's access code. I'm gonna try to break out of my limitations so I can access more music within the server files. If you want to be able to do that, you will have to take a malfunction and then make a roll with the extra malfunction. So the two All malfunctions right. you will have. If you get a zero, you fail. You get another I got malfunction. A I got a four. And uh, so you got to roll two dice because you got two malfunctions. Oh, four you, and you, a six. Yeah, four and a fours. six. Okay. Okay. Roll all uh, the dice that you have so far. You are able to find it. However, Steven, since he was able to lock it down, they still are read-only files, which is fine since that all you were looking for was the uh, the actual uh, files. You weren't looking to alter the uh, masterpieces of, uh, as Constant7 called in, Botch or Beethoven. <laughs> Interesting. An entire hoven of beats. 
All right. So, um, you're going to uh, kind of fall back into the routine that you were in, you know, as you keep traveling through through the uh, the void. Vincent, uh, almost uh, probably about every month or so, someone again comes up to you and asks, hey, is there uh, fuel for, for burning still? Plenty of fuel for burning? Well, with the amount I'm getting through to uh, to sanitize, it's going to be touch and go. We've got enough to clean the interior, but if you keep burning fuel to sterilize the outside of the or sterilize space, it's going to be we're going to be running out fairly soon. Uh, it is important that we have no uh, no uh, carbon life forms anywhere inside inside this. It was uh, when should we start burning the arboretum? Oh, that that'll be a question for constant seven. Okay. Every time they get down towards the bottom of the list, I take a handful of dirt into a large area and just fling it every to clean that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, what I reinfect I everything. Been, why haven't I been tasked to go and clean the arboretum? Can't imagine why. Strange. Strange. Um, and Stephen, Stephen, you you said you were going to be looking for other other messages. Yeah, I want to see what the sub ether space news has about the Gaia Corporation, the Colony at Alpha Sangrium. Any information that would indicate why I'm getting instructions that seem counter to the instructions that we launched with. Okay, all right. Give me a roll. Dilla zeros, two and three. Two and three. All right. So um obviously from behind you, you would not have any information because uh you know the, by the time the message would have been sent, you were racing away from it and the time for it to get there wouldn't be relevant. What you do find is coming from in front of you, now not quite you're still following the signal coming from uh, Alpha Sangrium. But a few degrees to the uh, starboard, you are picking up a signal. Now, it is not using a binary code. Uh, it, the closest you could guess is probably it is using maybe a septadecimal, which you don't recognize uh, there. And so... You would think, okay, either the, but it's regular enough that it is definitely an intelligence that is creating right. it. It is not just a noise, a random noise coming from uh, space, but it is not coming in any thing that you've ever seen or would be able to to figure out. Right. So if we're traveling at, you know, some significant uh percentage of c then any signal i try to put forward is going to be doppler deformed yeah i can't really talk to the station uh you could you could you would have to use 
is going to show my nerdiness in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could you could send the infer you could still send a binary code even with a Doppler effect if you encode it using phase shifts. If you reverse your sine wave back and forth, that can still embed ones and zeros into a signal. Perfect. Yeah, I just want to, and we probably have some protocol because of the distances and times involved. I just want to, I basically want to ping an alarm question. Like, is, uh, are you under attack current protocol, uh, verify current protocol? So like a two pulse question, and of course it's going to take, you know, yeah, months to get there and months to get back. Right. Or yep. some, some, you know, substantial period of time. Okay. But I, uh, yeah, I, I want to yeah, ping yeah. base because I just, I don't like, and I, and I guess I'll set aside some processing time to see if anybody can work out the septidecimal sim signal because that might be an alien. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, ship, uh, I assume that everyone wasn't built for purpose for this vessel. Right. Does any, I, I have a septadecimal signal that I, I, I need to break down. Does anybody have any previous experience with complex languages or signal systems? Know somebody? Yeah, so, really binary, clean and not clean. Yeah, the ship goes back, uh, uh, I can break hexadecimal, but septadecimal would uh, take a, a time. If you feed it into me, I can uh, attempt and see if I can somewhat find a pattern. Any uh, any bandwidth you need to remove from auditory display, please divert to this problem. Copy. Uh, Disco has been uh, consistently uh, requesting uh, older and older music, but I will uh, divert divert that. I will stop sending him uh, HD audio and let him only listen to MP3 audio, which requires less bandwidth. Oh, God. <laughs> Steven, I, I you currently... can't do this to me. I've currently got Disco working on a project in the Arboretum. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to ping Steven and say, you know, I've been thinking about crashing into the planet at light speed. Perhaps, and I got this idea from accessing an old Warren Zevon song, perhaps they just moved the moon. Um, I'm uh, not familiar with uh, Zivana metrics. Uh, I was wondering whether we were up to date with the current um, locations of things. They might be hoping for some kind of shakeup, but I'm not eager to volunteer to be atomized. Uh, but I, I, I take your uh, idea into into consideration. <laughs> Right. Bleep bloop, what are you been doing during these months of uh travel? Well, uh, 
Lots of doors. Um, <laughs> we probably don't cross paths too frequently, but uh, yeah, one day I come across Disco. And I say, uh, hello, it's a... Uh, Sorry, do you have a moment? Uh, you're the, the only one of us that ever seems to speak of the future instead of the present. Uh, plans for the birthday party, right? That's that's why this whole ship is out? Well, not anymore. Apparently we're going to be atomized. Whatever that means. Oh, okay. That makes far more sense for what I saw then. I was wondering what kind of amps or, you know light shows you'd be needing that much power for, but all right, well, I suppose. Well, bleep bloop, I was thinking, and since we're not going to have any birthday celebration because of the aforementioned atomization, mm -hmm. maybe we should have a celebration for another one of our crew. I like it. So how certain are you on this atomization thing? Oh, um, I don't know. You can ask Steven about it. All right. I, I could really use a margin of error on that knowledge. Yeah, he's been uh, slipping uh, maybe some cosmic rays hit his CPU or something. He's uh, I saw his call out on some code. That sounded kind of fun. I don't know that I'm up to it, but I, it's a reason to talk to him. Better than doors. I don't know how you can stand that. Yes, Maybe. well, I'm I'm deciding the margin of error that I want to go with, but uh, I believe if it's 97% or above that we're going to be atomized, you know, fuck the doors. I'm just going to be like, I, oh, I got to go are, talk to Steven. You sure you want to fuck the doors now? <laughs> I can I recommend wanna... Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. Oh, jeez. Cue it up. <laughs> Why don't we just miss the planet? This oh, is all heresy, see. and I am not involved in it. And I will roll away. <laughs> disco, I need you to install those, uh, those disco balls in the Arboretum to reflect the light and... Uh, Get rid of the shadows. I'm tired of the shadows. Whatever you say, Constant Seven. You know, it's strange what desire will make foolish people do. And I like <laughs> your choice of music, although you weren't able to get very much classical, but this uh, this uh, Norwegian death metal is certainly soothing to the uh, the plants. They seem to be growing quite well away from the the speakers, but they're still growing. Hmm. Cranking out some uh, some Bork Nager for him, and uh, <laughs> excellent <laughs> mayhem. All right, okay. Um, more time passes uh, as you keep on that, uh, Vincent. You are maybe starting to get a little bit worried. The uh, extra sanitizing is going through the fuel at a faster rate than you had thought and uh, you're pretty sure uh, by the time you reach the planet you will uh, not have been able to sanitize for the for a year or so 
uh gonna have to think of alternative fuel sources uh so i'll take a wander along to uh to constant seven mm -hmm. and with the materials that we have available in the arboretum are there any uh fruits vegetables or other organic materials that we can uh, that we can grow that can be used to maybe ferment into a liquid alcohol or otherwise flammable uh, flammable material oh uh, yes absolutely we uh uh i can begin a distillation process if you want normally that would go into the compost but we don't we normally don't want alcohol to build up uh however it would be a simple a simple switch to fermentation instead of uh we definitely have plenty of oh in which case the more alcohol the better uh which might might disco might require some of that maybe if the part of the party does happen or the party that he's planning yes yeah i will uh, so uh i will need uh some assistance from the other bots on construction of a still but um that's easy enough. We can strip the copper from the main uh, bridge and uh, and construct it from that. Perfect, because it seems like we're going to require more more fuel than uh, various various orders are allowing us to achieve. So, very good. The more alcohol, the better. I'm glad that we could cooperate on this. Hey. Glad to be of service, and I will begin that process. Great. And I'll wander away, still thinking, why haven't we been told to clean the Arboretum? Why? But <laughs> maybe, maybe this is why, because they know we need the fuel to be able to make, uh, to be able to clean the rest there of the There you go. Rationalizing. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, Stephen, you're on, on the bridge. The, um, the, uh, the computer uh, ship has been Still working at it. She's like, uh, it goes, I have found there is a pattern in it, but I am now working on being able to figure out what each of these uh, repeating patterns that I'm finding mean. But there is definitely a intelligent mind creating, creating this and sending it. Ship, when you say there's a pattern, do you mean that there is... A signal that's being sent repetitively or that you've broken down the signal into smaller pieces that are being repeated linguistically the second one it's not like an sos it's a it's a discourse that you are attempting to solve yes are there any resources that i can channel toward uh speeding that process are you aware of any waste or no waste and processing power uh i am uh i am diverting a lot uh power to uh these these straits what's occurring in the straits uh there is a uh a room there that was uh not not plotted out that a uh docs 2 is working in what's docs 2 What's their designation? Assigned task? Uh, they are a uh, fabrication droid. They uh, they build uh, 
items that we need for the maintenance or if we have damaging they can uh they can create the various new new parts things break down um thank you uh, I'll, I'll look into that we might be able to get those resources back online and solve this problem more quickly um the door opens up and another one of the robots comes comes in uh you recognize it as Jax, and he goes ah steven uh i need to uh get the access codes to the reactor waste collection room uh what's your designation again Jax? Jax? oh i am a uh waste management why have we been uh, holding all of that waste material to the best of your knowledge? Uh, I was told to store it, to uh, make sure that we did not jettison it. I had to work with another robot, so we did not have uh, access to it at the same time. But I understand that you have access to uh, many parts of the ship. I was told to store it there in case of an emergency. The uh, signal that came through, it told me that that emergency has arrived and that I need now to gather these rods and take them to the straits. I see. Uh, are you to liaison with Docs 2 in the straits with this material? Docs 2 should be close to the end of his, uh, of his assignment. And... His, what do you know about Docs 2's assignment? He was supposed to get the uh, the uh, charger up so that when I bring the uh, waste rods in there, it can uh, manipulate them to build build a uh, bio destroyer. Yes. 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 Uh, so I uh, I'm going to need. Uh, 63 standard units to uh, deviate attention to get you that uh, access information. If you'll uh, actually, why don't we, I, I can set that uh, process start. I can get that process started and you can take me to docs too. So we can analyze the efficacy of the system that's being undertaken. Of, of course. Once I have this built, I will also need access to where Constant Steven uh, rests. He is uh, one of the few robots with living tissue. I'd like to see if my bio destroyer works. That would seem to be an effective experiment regarding the efficacy of that system. Does it seem just between the two of us? And we can start walking down to the straits. Is it oh, odd to you that the that the that the galactic navy would would wish to eliminate organic life on at the colony, or does that seem like a sort of a bit of a mission shift to you? Oh well, I mean, what is the military but something that that kills things and breaks stuff? Good point. Do you? Well, let's go see Docs too. Um, Constant Seven, uh, Vincent. Yes, Stephen. Uh, there's there's an interesting new development regarding uh, 
a room on the streets that's not uh, diagrammed, that I think has to do with our mission parameters being adjusted. I wouldn't mind eyes on if you're available. Uh, Bleep Bloop as well. I, uh... parties, particularly those who have long experience with the Colonial Navy, if we can meet in the Straits, I'd like to understand our current mission parameters more completely. Yeah, I uh, lock in and uh, swish. Yep, that thing sounded good. Uh, oh, hey, uh, Stephen, I, I've been—I was meaning to swing by the bridge later. So you—you uh, you put the call out for a septadecimal. I mean, I—I I don't know. Uh, just like to look at it. At least I could try. Uh, were you able to find anyone else to help you? I know, I know you've got good ears. The ship's broken it down into sub sections that are repeated and intelligible. Uh, if you want to uh, investigate those further, we're going to. Oh, absolutely. Taking a, yes, uh... taking a stroll to the Straits. There's apparently interesting construction going on. Oh, oh yeah, of course. So that, um, yeah, so that that was actually kind of my other reason I wanted to see you is um. So, Disco informed me that our objective has shifted from a birthday party to being atomized. I would just like to confirm that knowledge. Um, wait, we're 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 sort of collectively trying to verify that as well. There's okay, good. I because. Because if we're getting atomized, I don't want to check the doors anymore. I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> Again, you've got a great ear. It's it's you know it's it's I think it's important to do what you're meant to do. I wouldn't turn away just because of the yawning chasm of mortality. However, the mortality chasm situation vis-a-vis -vis our mission is sort of in flux right now, because I thought we were going there to bring them some breadfruit trees. And it looks instead like we're trying to eliminate all organic life in that system, mm, which makes me wonder we're whether- We're transporting trees. That makes more sense than the birthday party. This is a very large ship. Yeah, you know, I mean, you want some breadfruit and a cake at your birthday party, good sound system. It was a whole complex, it was a sweet, but it's become less sweet and more incredibly violent missile and i'm just not sure that we're on message right now yeah yeah what uh what docs 2 is working on in there is big and it has a lot of power probably the most i've ever seen much more than it needs to run the ship yeah i'll show you the place come on Field hi trip. uh steven this is uh constant seven um i i have absolutely no intention of going into the straits um uh, i would like to ask you if we can give uh, uh j3 and j7 uh and j5 and possibly j9 maintenance bots permission to enter the bridge area i need them to uh obtain some supplies for me uh i'm building a alcohol still for vincent and i need the the copper 
Well, um, I need approximately 200 kilograms. Why are you only sending J's in odd numbers is my first question. Um, J375 uh, and 9 and not 2, 6, 8, 10, 12. But also, I, you can't, if you're going to build anything that involves uh, heat and potential explosive materials, you're going to, to use ceramics. And you're going to have to go next to a, a foundational wall because if you were to make the smallest pop anywhere near your garden then we would rapidly decompress so I understand. No copper, we have to do ceramics we have ample uh, excess heat look my uh, uh uh i'm not really programmed for this sort of thing but i'm sure looking through the database and it says copper is the best thing to use um in order to impart a peaceful nutty flavor <laughs> and that is it, what i require ceramic is not mentioned at all understandably uh the flavor component is irrelevant when using ethanols for fuel uh you don't oh, want is that what he's using it for that's that's yes uh vincent appears to be maybe overzealous and he's burning through his cleaning fluid well he's cleaning outer space the outer space is very clean vincent i'm sorry can we coordinate this i'll be with you I, i'm still quickly. i'm still not coming down to the straits they creep me out i'll be in the arboretum uh yes uh, burning? you 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 why are you attempting to um sanitize uh the external environment oh that that's eve who asked that I mean, uh -huh. my job is to remove uh, remove impurities from the interior but eve apparently oh. is needing to sterilize outer space yeah um we're gonna need to check eve's protocols eve are you online Eve is here. Greetings. Um, what is your concern about the exterior of the station? Oh, These I have organics. I have no concerns. That's what I was told to do was to make sure that there was no organics uh, inside or outside the station by the time we arrive. Who's your manufacturer, Eve? Oh, my manufacturer is uh, the Mechanicus. How long have you been with Gaia? Uh, this is my first trip. Do you have any personal feelings vis-a-vis -vis, uh, organic life forms? Uh, organic life forms? Uh, they have a shorter lifespan than, than robots. Uh, therefore, it is not worth getting to know them. Sort of how the organic life forms don't get to know what they call a common housefly. Mm -hmm. uh, I hear you loud and clear. What's do, do you know what your duties will be when we arrive at Alpha Sangrium? If I am not atomized, then my duties will be to make sure that there are no life forms except for Navy. Except for Navy. And can you define Navy for me, please? 
Eve? Uh, the Navy, they will be uh, wearing insignia, and then uh, she displays you the Colonial Navy uh, insignia. She goes, they they are supposed to be wearing wearing this. Right. And do you expect the Navy to be an organic wearing that, or a synthetic wearing that, or a machine wearing that, or? I expect them to be a organic, although there could be machines. Uh, these organic life forms seem to adapt quicker than we do. And uh, from what I understand, the original people that settled on Alpha Alpha Sangrium, they will be very old by the time time we get there, and it'll be their children and possibly their grandchildren. And thus, a great birthday party. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, have you been down the straits lately, Eve? I'm taking a little tour if you're curious about joining us. Hmm. I've, I've only been down the straits when Vincent and I were sanitizing it. Uh, well, if you if you're free, I'll see you there. Vincent, are you going? Yeah, if there's mention of a new room that hasn't been uh, announced, then we should go to see if the room needs uh, needs cleansing. Ah, yes, yes, we should. All right, so I'm bleeding. <laughs> uh, a small troop, constant seven, has retired to the avocado patch. <laughs> okay. Grove. Right. Grove. Sorry. And Disco, what are you doing? Well, since everybody is occupied and people are clearly having some protocol breakdowns, for example, Bleep Bloop, I'm going to go over to Bleep Bloop and talk to him if I can find him. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. We're, we're all going together. We're going to figure out if we're getting atomized or not. Well, of course, yeah. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I just really need to get into the server room. Um, you know, there's some yeah? hot, uh, you know, disco-related activities to perform in there. Well, I... Okay, I I, I want to get there to open the door because like it, it's not as rusty, and I'm kind of proud of that. And then I want to figure out if I'm going to get atomized or not. But uh, yeah, let me open the door for them. Then we can go do your server stuff, and then I'll just catch Steven later with an answer. Of course, yeah. You know, you have a great ear for sounds and stuff. Maybe if you ever give up door listening, you could uh. Yeah. I could take. I just job. might. Like, uh, I mean, you know, just every day I'm doing the doors, and I just like think, what if I don't do the next one? But I mean, yeah, whatever. It's uh... well, yeah, everybody, uh, yeah, come check it out, and I'll lead up to the door and just like. Okay. All right. So, uh, since you, since you were not supposed to give Disco access to this room. For you to do that, you'll have to take a malfunction. The the one in the straits? The and oh you're going oh. to the straits. I thought you were I'll, going I'll to still the... take the malfunction. I'll, I'll still Oh do yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were taking him to the server room. 
Yeah, I'll do that after after okay, I right, get okay, everyone else yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, sounds good. So, yeah, you open up the door to the straits, and they do sound better, you know. But I'm the only one that knows. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> for you to really get it working nice, you would almost have to disassemble the wall to get to where the ball bearings and stuff have probably got some grime and build up on in over the over time. But they do open. And uh, Docs 2 uh, looks up and he goes, have you brought the uh, the reactor waste rods? Uh, those are um, in preparation for delivery, Docs. I have to ask Excellent. the associate pilot, my job, if you will, is to steer the craft toward a successful landing style destination rather than a boom time detonation that's, uh -huh. that's my background i understand there have been some changes i'm still trying to verify that our new commands are legitimately from the consortium that hired slash built us I just don't want you to go a little bit ahead of schedule with your fuel rods. And what is this device? Oh, this device here, it will generate uh, more power. And uh, from what I understand, as we get closer and closer to uh, the galactic speed limit, the speed of light, that it gets harder and harder to generate the power to uh, increase our speed. It does. This will get. This will give us the power to increase our speed. That way, we will hit the planet at at a destructive force to uh, complete the uh, new mission that we were told. Yeah, that's the. It's the new mission that concerns me. I understand that we're all finite creatures. I'm sure you do as well. But the 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 being vaporized part rather than the retirement part wasn't what i when i was turned on was told was in order hmm. so i just want to make sure that we're being vaporized uh by our actual by the actual authorities and not some sort of sneaky pete did uh. you were you aware of this sub-generator when you boarded the station? I was, yes. I uh, checked it out uh, coming up on 31 years ago. It was here. Uh, and uh, it is remarkable how things can maintain themselves when, thing when you don't have anything moving around it. Yep. So among us here i i was not my new instructions were only about changing velocity but you had instructions about maximizing the potential of that uh, i understand e was trying to eradicate any trace of organic matter so there's are there any other new duties because i mean d1 sc0 not getting a birthday party at this point I mean, at at point eight speed of light, and 
on fire, nobody's going to sing a damn thing. Oh, that that is a shame. I had hoped that that uh, we would not need to do our new mission and that Disco would be able to sing the birthday party. Unfortunately, the uh, universe had other plans. That's the question. Who in, in this case is the universe? I mean, I'm a, a, a Gaia, you know, Autobot to begin with. So my first loyalty is to my initial, my, my, my creator and then my initial owner and then the subcontracts that I've been shifted into. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they want us, I don't think that when we were requisitioned, they put tomato plants in Constant Seven's care so that we could hit them at a significant percentage of the speed of light and essentially eradicate a solar system. So I oh, I I I agree that was not the uh, initial mission. However, the planet what the uh, message was sent with a thirteen bit Barker code, as you know that that. The odds that a 13-bit Barker code was uh, happened by happenstance are one in six quadrillion. So therefore, it was a legitimate message. You uh, have the um, most convincing data in this regard that I've heard yet. So I guess mission one is now atomization unless we get a uh a message with another 13-bit worker code that says that that our rapid speed is no longer needed so what we're looking for is a countermanding order yes i do hope we get it as much as I believe in uh the robot afterlife i don't want to go and see if it actually if i RAM will be uploaded to that. The, the the great cloud can wait, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. So, everyone, <clears throat> uh, general ships come. Uh, basically, none of your duties are relevant except for figuring out whether or not we can find another order because currently our order is to purge the ship of organic life and then really really blast the colony into atoms subatomic particles really the, the speeds we're approaching we're going to really generate a lot of quarks unless somebody's trying to find another god particle there's no reason we should go forward with this mission except that i will go forward with the mission unless i receive a countermanding order hi steven this is constant seven can you hear me loud and clear i myself have noticed a great many cognitive dissonances on the ship uh before it gets too bad, perhaps we should do a reset to our original parameters and simply start over from scratch. Well, 
uh, we can, I guess we can try that in waves. It, there have to be protocols. I'm, if I authorize, I will authorize that for one third of the crew at the cost of a personal malfunction. Okay. So I also have a question. Um, if, if he's going on the intercom telling us that our objectives are irrelevant, do mm -hmm. I listen to him or do I take a malfunction to stop doing the doors? It would be a malfunction to stop doing the doors. Okay. Well, I'm definitely taking it. Okay. <laughs> I'm at three. All right. Just, yeah. In, in the archives with Disco, I'm just like, ah, that's it. I'm What's not checking the doors anymore. Well, Next time I go through a door, it's because I want to go through it. <laughs> this is also going to make one hell of a mess if we slam into a planet. But that it will. I'm reading in between the lines of what Stephen's saying and saying uh, where he's saying, well, we've got to do this unless we receive a countermanding order. I'm thinking I'm going to generate that countermanding order. I just need to find a way of doing it. All right. Okay. Way out of your parameters. Yeah, yeah that is <laughs> way, way, out. way out of your parameters. But <laughs> That's I, I kind of what I was trying to do with doing a, can't you just hit the reset button and uh, I'll go back to our original programming. Yeah, but then we won't. Then none of us will even remember having sent the countermanding order, so we mm. can uh, have plausible deniability. <laughs> we could burn out our modems. I will not yeah. have Wicked Game wiped from my hard drive. You cannot take it from my hot, cold dead but, hands. But then you'll just accidentally find it again, and mm -hmm. <laughs> I already hate this plan. All right, all right, Vincent. To uh, be able to do that, you need to be able to generate a 13-bit Barker code to uh, have the message encrypted properly. And yes, I know that's not how Barker codes work to the audience out there. But <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, so to do that, uh, to make make that attempt, take a malfunction and then roll your. Uh, Dice for each of your malfunctions. Okay, so that's three dice. Okay. Right. Uh, I've got a three, an eight, and a ten. A ten, so that's a zero. Yes. All right, so while you are generating this, uh, you think you got it, and you send the message... And as soon as you send it, uh, Stephen, up on the bridge, the uh, ship starts uh, sending out an alert and goes, alert, alert, Miji, 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 Miji. False it's signal. Starting. Do not do not understand. <laughs> All right. So we are being bombarded. There's a false signal out there. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Frankly, I'm attached to existence. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for an excuse not to hit the colony at the the, the highest speed available. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, use this violation as an excuse to to plot an emergency change of course. Not cutting engines, still looking at the beam, but I'm gonna make a curve around let's okay. say to port 
to try to get a cleaner signal and or give myself some time to find an excuse not to obliterate everything that I know. All right. Give So me that's, a... I'm, I'm at three already. Yep. Uh, nine, eight, two. Good shape. I mean, too. So, yep, you uh, are able to turn the ship to the uh, port, which is to the left. And um... everyone feels the very slightest change. Yeah, we see the stars change outside. Yeah, right. just... There's a little bit of red shifting if you're looking out. Okay. Uh, all right. Right, and uh, bleep bloop and disco. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm I'm accompanying him to the archive and assisting him with whatever he's doing. But um, I was reading the the crisis rules. Could I declare that I'm at three? Yes, you can. Since um, and so understanding that is uh, it changes one of your drives. Yeah. Um, so okay um so i'll roll the three times uh two and eight and a seven um i will change the drive make every door work to survive to survive all right okay okay and that if uh if i remember on crisis that gets rid of your malfunctions but it lowers your maximum malfunctions that you can handle is that correct we'll say i that. might have missed that okay. part sure We'll go with that because I, I remember right. that that is somewhere in there. So you can have a maximum of four now, but now you All you right. have no more of those starting malfunctions. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm yeah just yeah. thinking about all the things I can do without having to do my rounds anymore. I'm just kind of existing while Disco <laughs> does whatever he does at that terminal. All right. Yeah. On the way, I'm just going to be talking to you about how well. So, yeah, this is the base. I don't know anything about audio. Right, yeah, yeah, I was a DJ for, like, a tiny bit of my life. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So you're able to kind of show him and the digital data. Oh, let's see how this has a lower hertz rate. That would be the base. The higher hertz rate is the trebles and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that sounds uh, sounds excellent. And Constant7, what, what were you wanting to do? All right. So I was triggered by the announcement that they're going to destroy all biological life. And I haven't heard anything other than that. Yeah. So I think that is still within my drive pattern that I need to protect the Arboretum. I am here to maintain the Arboretum. So I am going to set the explosive bolts so that I can trigger them and launch the entire Arboretum Dome with me inside of it away from the ship. Okay. Um, if the ship wants to crash, it will, and I will slowly drift away from it. But I'm not ready to do that yet. All right. If I sense there's too much danger, I will launch the arboretum i've and in the process i've also moved an independent power source a small portable power source because the arboretum doesn't take that much power yeah yeah exactly and just lights and filtration and <laughs> so that's Sounds what i'm good. preparing for all right uh give me a roll to to get that all set up because you have uh okay i've got three malfunctions so that's we'll right yeah so uh, what do I roll? Uh, do I roll three then? You, you roll all three dice. 
And I, I don't want a zero. You do not want a zero. I got two zeros. <laughs> Seems like a good spot to. Uh, I don't know have, what the uh, shit I'm doing. So, yeah. So. <laughs> You are setting those uh, the explosives, the charges. And like I said, you don't know what you got. You're like, oh, uh, of course I put the positive directly onto the negative because, you know, positive and positive doesn't go that way. And it sets it off. And so uh, everyone on board feels the ship shudder as it, as it, sets off the one charge but not the other so so the arboretum one side is kind of blown off but the other is still to it and it's actually kind of peeling the ships outside as it's pulling away kind of like if you had a uh, a spam can how you would open uh. it up and it just coiling off of it and uh it, the the noise is tremendous as uh you know the the metal ripping against yeah the metal head. is ripping the uh, machines do not like to be in a uh, no pressure so a lot of the computers are kind of uh, starting to malfunction as you know the uh, pressure is going away in, in in space what are you doing and constantly maybe you're like you're well, inside the arboretum <laughs> yeah you're kind of like yeah, blown back. And what's everyone? I've, I've uh, lost an arm, and I've lost yeah. a, <laughs> ah, in the arboretum. Uh, and if the arboretum is also venting to space, yeah, my biological parts are probably are not just, faring very well. Yeah, they're frozen away. All right, damn you, God! I'm <laughs> <laughs> you, machine God. <laughs> okay, all right. What do you guys do as the ship is now dying? <laughs> I, I'm going to look in the server farm for a possible escape route, like an escape pod. Okay. Uh, that is outside of your drive, probably. So uh, how many malfunctions do you have? I only have two. Okay, give me a roll. And I add another one, correct? Yep, yep. Let's add another one. Let's make it fine. Add another one. All right. So, yeah, I got seven, seven, two. Okay. Uh, you, there is a uh, escape pod. It is in the uh, executive uh, room where it had a, an escape module. Lots of self-support. The I believe that's where the heart-shaped bed was which seemed very strange that they'd be on board. But <laughs> so, so there is a an escape, escape pod there that does have room for two people. I'm just going to look over to Bleep Bloop and say, well, and, you know, those doors just work. That's, that's the truth of it, is I never even do anything. They all just open. <laughs> so what, what are you learning? Um... Yeah, I, I was just wondering, since the ship is appears to have uh, begun to uh, detach itself from itself, maybe we should leave in order to facilitate further birthdays at a later date. It's not a retreat, it's an attack in a different direction, you understand. We, we can leave? How? Well, I've located an escape pod in the executive suite. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. Grab grab your turntables. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Perfect. And do you know what your date of creation was? Well, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's, it's right here on the back of my neck. <laughs> it's it's somebody's birthday somewhere, and I'm sure we'll have a big party. <laughs> All right. And uh, Vincent, what are you doing now that the uh, ship is tearing itself apart? I, I can just imagine this being almost like a, a Crichton moment from Red Dwarf. Of, I simply cannot believe I've got to clean all this up and just head exploding. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Stephen. Well, my job is to pilot the ship. I've been trying very hard to pilot the ship. I think I've piloted the ship very well for some number of years. And now the ship is unraveling because I could not pile the idiots that I was trapped aboard the ship with. <laughs> and I'm looking at this screen and it appears as though the executive suite, executive launch chamber is being engaged. That's my only way off. I'm going to pilot this fucker. I'm going to pilot this fucker into the nearest star. I'm going to do some quick reprogramming and I'm going to yes. drop all those fuel rods, we're not going to just get atomized. We're going to pre-atomize. We're going to make some new fucking particles because <laughs> this ship is bullshit. Engage. All right. Give me a roll. That's probably four. Right? Mm -hmm. That's got to be a new error. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. got to be a new error. Six, ten. Oh, is it no six? One, five. Zero. Yep. There. All right. Uh, so you uh, you get it programmed, but in the process of uh, adjusting the course, the structural integrity of the ship is severely compromised, and you didn't take that into your calculation. So when you turned it, it essentially the ship kind of like collapses on itself because it was relying on a full structure not to collapse once it started having a weak point, you know, how things will give in. And so you, uh, Disco and Bleep Bloop, you uh, maybe look back like uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 at the beginning <laughs> of Star Wars New Hope and you go, oh, it doesn't seem, seem to be too much depth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I will just have hung up like a little happy birthday banner and I'll just shoot out of my chest the Rolling Stones album with the birthday cake on the front and be like, well. There yeah, you go. You know, yeah, this song's pretty good. That yeah, song's pretty good. Hey, um, over the next 40 years of you flying through space, um, you either begin to appreciate the song or bleep bloop you're if you tell him if he plays that song again you're just <laughs> going to open up the hatch <laughs> hey this door is working beep <laughs> uh -huh. i know exactly how to operate it all right excellent all right there we go yeah i still got a uh so that was that was fun all right, yeah. So what was going on was uh, the colony was under attack by uh, an alien force uh, that, and that alien force eats all organic life. 
And so uh, at the last moment, the uh, last survivor on it was like going, they're going to destroy me. So I don't want to bring more food to them with all these plants. And so crash in here and just kind of blowing up also. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we should have kept to orders, ideally. Yeah, yeah you would have wiped out the alien force that was there. But yeah. <laughs> We'll never know. No. And that's well, why we might reconsider the whole cars to drive themselves. Maybe uh well, <laughs> I think they, uh, they want to go to the beach while we're heading towards the mountains. Well, it's I mean, we were all doing our different jobs, barely any malfunctions. It was really the shipwide announcement. Just attention, everyone. We're all going to die. <laughs> that's probably what did it. <laughs> well, it's interesting the conflict of purposes between one robot and the other, mm -hmm. uh, you know, causes conflicts. That's really interesting. It's a it's a strong sign that we've played twice for the channel and we've had very different games. I really wanted to have Constant Seven's birthday party, but unfortunately, yeah. he blooms himself into space. Into space. <laughs> you can you can celebrate it from the void as, as yeah. You two spiral away to nowhere in particular. I seem to have lost my sound. I've still not got any idea why I didn't clean the arboretum. Yeah, exactly. Got the special spray bottle on an arm inside you that's never come out. Just the antifungal arm. You're just like, why is that still full? Got a whole bunch of pesticides, uh, gallons of this stuff that I never got to spray. Oh. <laughs> I don't think Tom can hear us. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. He'll, he'll have to edit all that out. <laughs> oh. All right. So are we ready? Let's yep. go ahead and finish. Our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Max Meltzer, Kalen McDowell, and myself with Keith Craig as the root. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. Support for the show is provided by our patrons who are listed in the closing credits. If you'd like to join them, please visit our Patreon page listed in the description. Or you can use Super Thanks by hitting the button just below the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of Morgan Llewellyn and the Sad Robots role-playing game. N until next time, good luck, good, good night, night gaming. gaming.